welcome back to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George, Gabe, and Link. And we're going to guarantee for at least the first 30 minutes, we will be commercial free tonight. Yes. Someone will understand that reference someday. Guys, it's, it's my first time back this season. Oh, that's true. Oh, Did that you miss me? How you yeah. been? I've been good. You know, a lot of new changes in my life. Like what? I, uh, first of all. I'm sitting in the middle now, no longer that side. Yeah, so this is weird. This you guys, is, the dynamic we're is kind of... up our budgets up so we yeah. can seat you in the center now. That's right. The dynamic is weird. I don't know who to look at now. That's true, actually. This is going to be... It's going to be interesting gonna be fun to get used guys. to it. Yeah. Look at, just look at Tyrone. Just look at Tyrone. They don't know about Tyrone. Tyrone yeah, is George's friend. <laughs> most people listen to the show and they're <laughs> see in the room it. right now so <laughs> they're, not, they're not gonna know what we're talking about they're talking about that they're, oh <laughs> that's right because we're <laughs> link, i forget link, that link we're, points <laughs> to it those of you watching online please can someone explain this before like people on there is a ventriloquist dummy a childhood ventriloquist dummy of my own on my lap because that makes it so much better what yeah. was what would what do you name him his, his Charlie, his name, he has a name. Like, that's that's the ventriloquist dummy's name. Where do we get Tyrone from? You just made, you it, just up. made it up. You just yeah. made it up? Yeah. yeah. But he's been, he's being referred to as Tyrone from now on. He scares me. He terrifies me Who does me it? Put it under the camera. Put that thing to the camera. Look at that. This is riveting for those that listen. Dan, zoom it in if you can. And post. I don't. <laughs> now, now you just. <laughs> now you're just giving him tasks to do now. Now we're gonna. Re- that's we're gonna what, see that's if he listens gets, to the podcast. That's what he gets. <laughs> that's what he gets when he remote produces. Anyways, uh, I think we're gonna get right to the meat of the matter because uh, Link hasn't been on this season, so he doesn't know that we're on a time crunch. What? It's a race against the clock in season three. Oh my three. goodness! Am I fast enough to race the clock? We weren't last week, but mm. we're gonna try again. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, this week's episode, we're going to focus on going through some of the ideas in probably the biggest show that came out this year. Is that fair? I don't know. I can't even think about what else came out in 2023. The biggest show that came out this year? I don't know. When does Obi-Wan come out? <laughs> was that this year, year or last year? That was last, that was last year. year. And when did Mando, also, when did Mando come out? Oh, this Mando year. came out this year. Okay. Really. You think this... I don't know. I nah, this show, this show, is this show's bigger than Mando, though. I think. Yeah, because it has all that built up. Yeah, Marvel hasn't had a continuity. major show. I don't think. Cowboy bummers, dude. They had no. That was Star Wars. Cowboy bummers. Cowboy bummers. Well, I don't know what that. There means. wasn't like a what if season two or something. No, that yeah. hasn't happened yet. No. No. Marvel hasn't released a single show. No, they have, but they weren't like big deals, like She Hulk. Uh, oh, she- Miss Marvel she- was this year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was this year. No, Miss Marvel was last year. What? All these things were last year? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm so no, confused. that was this year, man. She-Hulk was this year. She-Hulk was 22, August. Really? That's what I told you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fair. Fair. Miss Marvel was after that, no? Miss Marvel was also 22. Oh, yeah. So nothing big. Has Marvel had a show? So nothing big has come out. I don't think so. Just the movies. That's I mean, what... recently, Loki. I feel like they, they always have one show going on. Loki came out. On Loki Disney+. Plus. Loki came out, which actually has some similar themes to what we're going to talk about today, but mm. but it's too soon to talk about that. Too soon. Yeah. There's low, only... low key. It's yeah, it's just Loki and Echo this year. When you when our listeners, and remember, many of them are listeners and viewers, uh, get this episode, there'll be about two episodes of Loki out, but there's currently only one mm. upon this recording, so 
we'll I talk have about to watch the first one again. Yeah. I fell asleep. Oh, season one? Season two. Oh, you mean the first episode? Of the new season. Oh, you fell asleep in the middle of the episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was, I was, I was riveted. I thought it was good. I, I just, I couldn't, I had to sleep. I hadn't slept in like, it was like, I, I traveled overnight. Yeah. Like I was at an airport and I didn't sleep. And then I had white coats over the next day. Okay. It was exhausting. Then I was, was oh, that already happened? I thought that was in March. Can you make up your mind? <laughs> what was in March? Your white coat ceremony. I'm not yes ending right now. I need to know what you're talking about. I don't know. Because earlier, before we hit record, you said, like, oh, that hadn't happened yet. And Link understood uh, that it hadn't happened yet. But it was in reference to a point in time in the past that you were pulling mm, towards. Mm, this sounds like a good uh, segue. Do your thing. All right. So just like that confusing conversation that you had about going back through time the into the present. Far, far away. Yeah. We've got the world between worlds. Season one, maybe? Yes. Of Ahsoka? Definitely. There's got to be more, right? Well, for, sure, for sure. Well, I mean, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I don't know what the future of these characters is. Is it in another season of Ahsoka? Is it on Mando? Is it in a blockbuster movie? Not blockbuster video like the retail store, but. I was to say, you're really pulling at this time. <laughs> yeah, that's what, well, actually, that happens in like Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. Like, falls into a blockbuster, which the Marvels is coming up soon, right? Are we excited? Do I need to watch that show before watching it's this a movie? movie? Watch yeah. what show? The oh, she, he never saw uh, Miss oh. Marvel. Yeah, you probably should, but yeah. honestly, who cares? But you said <laughs> it was the best show on TV. I mean, are we just lying like <laughs> everyone's <laughs> face right now? You know what? It was the best. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> I confused the Marvels with Miss Marvel with the marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. Yeah, I honestly think that before you watch the Marvels in theaters, you should watch all seasons of the as Marvelous. A, as Ms. a gift Maisel. to yourself and humanity, I think you should. And then I'll understand the Marvels. Yeah, it'll help you. It'll, it'll be help you be more forgiving that yeah, not everyone can perfect. be perfect. Yeah, because mm. Brie Larson is going to team up with uh, Lois Lane. Mm. Okay, sounds good. All right. So, Ahsoka. I guess we can start off by, this has been a long time coming. I think they announced this in 2021 maybe or so you i don't know go ahead and take a look at that now that uh we have Ooh. our resident fact checker this season Ooh, oracle over here <laughs> hopefully you're not disabled not that there's anything no. wrong with <laughs> i would just prefer if you had the ability to walk, walk but yeah. i'm sure you would live a full meaningful life if yeah. you didn't um 2020 2020 they Ooh, announced even show. further okay oh time is uh time's not linear so um we've been with this character for years yeah 2008 he's gonna fact check that too yeah sounds about right you know um one thing about ahsoka is i don't think we've been exhausted by she's been on a lot of stuff eight good pull yeah ever ever since she um was introduced in the clone wars She's been in a lot of stuff, Rebels, Mando, and now what this. If? Yeah, what if? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, what's a what's a what's a Tales of the Jedi? Tales of the Jedi. Tales there of the Jedi. Yeah, and we talked My a little. Beat. Yeah, we talked a little bit about her, so we don't have to spend too much time uh, about her significance as a character in Tales of the Jedi. When we looked back, whenever that was last season, also wasn't this year, right? That was also last year. What have we been subscribing to Disney Plus for? 
What? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Okay. I haven't watched anything on Disney Plus. I mean, it's true. I went back the other day and I'm like, what do I watch on this aside from the shows like the good, uh, like the Star Wars shows? It's literally just a oh, subscription. I had to re. Mando. Yeah, Mando. I had to re-download. I mean, re. Like update. I had to. I had to sign. I had to log in. That's how. Yeah, you're like three passwords behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess because I assume you have your own account. Of we course. Don't, of yeah, course. We don't. We don't. We don't, we don't share. Yeah, we don't. Um. So, she's been a significant character in the Star Wars um universe i yeah. guess and i think the strongest connection that this show has is with the animated series rebels right star wars rebels correct yeah. and uh we all saw that show right yeah in its entirety it's one of my favorite i think star wars peak peak star wars products right um a lot of people didn't you know it's uh they must have been so confused watching the show okay yeah let's get to that do you think that this show is you're able to enjoy it and understand it if you didn't watch Rebels? No, not at all. I mean, yes, but not for the right reasons. Okay, so unpack that. I think anything that you see on Rebels is... It's just awesome. Like, I like I don't know how many times I, I went, like, when I was watching the episode with you or just texting the chat. I'm just like, this is amazing. Like, you just being able yeah. to watch every... I mean, spoilers. Uh, are we spoilers? Yeah, yeah. We can, we're can. we going full into spoilers now. If mm -hmm. you don't want to listen to this or you don't care about spoilers... Get out of here. Like the, any son. What, no, back. if you don't care about spoilers, stay. Oh. If you don't want to hear spoilers. Yeah. I mean, what do you even do? If you care about this show, maybe you just want to hear the conversation, so just stay. But if you care about this show, you ha must have seen it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like, like there's so many moments, like, jaw-dropping moments that are just like, wow. And then particularly one in, like specifically one comes to mind where you know we get the flashback scene that i've always yeah that we've all been waiting for oh what, that you got an obi-wan what should have been an obi-wan <laughs> yeah and and you know seeing seeing anakin and ahsoka and like a flashback to the clone wars yeah and i think that was that was amazing and i think just anybody even if you haven't seen rebels that's like astonishing you have to have i feel like you should know somewhat yeah. of who Ahsoka is. Like if you like watch Mandalorian, Book of Boba, like he's like she's Clone Wars. Clone she's president yeah. Clone Wars. She's president that which I mean, if you watch Clone Wars in entirety, like I don't understand how why you wouldn't watch Rebels. Yeah, it's a sequel. Like it's it's Yeah, because you don't know at first and then sometimes you know what happens is you just get like you got left behind a couple of years and you just never mm. got around to it. Mm. I think that's that happens to I a lot of people. I guess that is true. That happens to someone I know. But you need to know you need to at least know the characters because the whole purpose of the show is to find Ezra. It is, you know, you're on, they're on a mission to find Ezra and figure out what Thrawn is up to. And to battle Thrawn, right? Yeah. It's like you're, they're not the protagonist, but your main antagonist for yeah. sure is like comes straight from Rebels and like, I guess, I guess Ezra's like the MacGuffin, yeah. right? For yeah. most yeah. of the series, yeah. right? He's the thing that we're, we're looking, searching, yeah, yeah, we're searching for. I think, okay, so going back to, to what I was saying, I think, you can appreciate that. I think that's just amazing. I think you enjoy that any at any point. Like just seeing that is awesome. Mm -hmm. But I think you don't truly appreciate this show or Rebels if you haven't like if you haven't watched Rebels. Yeah. You know, like there's so many like references and callbacks and like t things tied up that there's just a, it's a direct sequel. Basically, it's a direct sequel to Rebels. Yeah, that you you. I think Filoni once said that it's basically the next season of Rebels. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's fair. And it's like be, just being able to see the live action is like 
this is the type of stuff that like you know that i was always excited about for streaming mm-hmm. like as far as like obviously exploring new new storylines and things like that i think is exciting but also rebels really did leave off with like a a big question mark yeah you know like one of its main like it, it is the main character is lost with the main like antagonist mm-hmm. and you never know really really know what happens to them always thinking that you know someday we're gonna get that whether it be like another season of but i mean at the time we didn't really we still no. don't we still don't know what happened between them you mean we, we're, we're the yeah, end of I mean, rebels we, yeah I, like, I figure there would be another animated series right the there'd be like a yeah. continuation or something yeah. but i like, think there were rumors of it i never like that, heavy rumors and then we got resistance and i wanted to cry yeah. <laughs> although we got some resistance tie-ins in this series which i guess is fine what we did oh yeah, yeah. i oh. might have missed it i might have the the dad no you the guy who's arguing against Hera in the court in the oh that's the dad that's yeah, the dad Kaz's of one dad. of the oh Kaz of one of the do you know the, Kaz did you watch his I watched his first season okay yeah Kaz that's Kaz's dad interesting oh, I thought that guy was place. evil yeah I mean he's just a politician yeah evil a bad politician yeah maybe he'll turn later or something we don't really know him right on in Resistance just I think you just see stuff about I mean in, in Resistance he seemed like a like caring a, and loving. Right? father figure maybe he was a great dad maybe this l taught him to if he's such a great dad then why does the sun show suck <laughs> i don't think it's his fault i think that feloni is on a quest to um <laughs> redeem the sequel redeem everything the sequels uh anything the, bad that's ever come out he's gonna redeem the holiday yeah. special oh, like for example and uh, I, I think the peak of this show is right the anakin episode right the world between worlds which is what i think is going to be the glut of our conversation but I think he even redeemed Lucas replacing Sebastian Stan. Shaw? No, I think Sebastian Shaw. Shaw. Shaw? It, it oh, Sebastian Shaw. Stan, Stan is, is uh, the. Winter the Soldier. <laughs> oh, Luke he, he's wait. So who's the the Hellfire Club in the X Men? That's also Sebastian Shaw, right? The Hellfire Club in the X Men. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was played by uh, Kevin Bacon in yeah Shaw, right? Sebastian yeah. Shaw. Okay, so Sebastian Shaw, yeah, he um, Anakin Skywalker. What am I saying? Hayden Christensen replaced Sebastian Shaw, Force Ghost, at the end of Return of the Jedi, which was hugely controversial at the time and for decades, I think. After that, but now I'm into it. No, now we all it? appreciate it. Yeah, because now like sucks. these appearances wouldn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, sense. Sucks for that guy, but you know. Yeah, it does kind of suck for that guy. But also, you ever notice that his robes change colors? Like he's wearing traditional Jedi robes. At the end of Return of Jedi, but he's in the Anakin robes, like in every subsequent Force Ghost appearance. Which I appreciate because it shows you that Force Ghosts, Force have, Ghosts wardrobe changes. have wardrobe changes, <laughs> yeah, unlike cartoons. That's true. Mm. Well, I know I uh, I was on an overnight trip, um, for the school, and then I went in to check on uh, you know on the student room, and then there was a closet that was just the same shirt and hoodie and pair of pants over and over again and i'm like what is this what yeah and this student wears the same shirt and hoodie every day like just multiples of the same ones he actually took off his hoodie and changed into the exact same hoodie to go to sleep does he listen to the show i don't know so i'll refrain from comments okay just in case it gets back to him <laughs> um, i've done enough you've done enough damage to our to our viewers and or listeners. <laughs> Which, um, I mean, I apologize if you're listening, watching, whatever. And if you're in the hospital. Um, what were some themes, I think, that were prevalent throughout throughout the series? 
discord between a Jedi a master and a Padawan. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. Okay, so the the one of the other characters we talked a little bit about Anakin, which I'm sure we'll get to, but one of the other characters that Ahsoka is so tied to is Sabine, which making her a Jedi was a little controversial. Yeah. What did you guys think about was that? Was she always force sensitive in Rebels? Like, did you guys see any hints of that? He, what, I was going to say Freddie. Uh, Kanan says, <laughs> you say, you showed me the episode. Oh, because I showed you the clip, right? I went back and rewatched the episodes because I couldn't. I, I, at first, I, I was like, no, Filoni can't be wrong. I must go find the evidence to support mm. this idea that she's force sensitive. And Kanan basically says that everyone can tap into the force. They just have to be open to listen to it. And that's during that arc where he is training her in mastering the Darksaber. Mm. And um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It feels good because it means I can be force sensitive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe your midichlorian couch just isn't that high. Mm. You can but take maybe a, that's a good thing. You can take a pill for that. You can take I a think. pill for that, right? Yeah. You, there's one thing that. I still was like, okay, I get where he's coming from, so I was okay with it. But now looking back on it, she ends up with his lightsaber, with Ezra's lightsaber. Mm -hmm. What were we thinking was the significance there? I feel like we forget that detail. It's not just a remembrance. I think the hint is there to see I, this thought. I was saying it from the beginning. Oh, really? Remember, I was trying to, I was trying to convince you that she used the Force in the woods. Oh, yeah. But yeah. she didn't. Well, but I mean, but you're already under the did i think that was gonna happen at some point like she was gonna come a jedi yeah yeah of course for right. sure like she's she's wielding a lightsaber she's not like mando like right i like the whole point of like ahsoka trying to teach her means that there was something there in the first place. right because we're already given the idea that she was the um you know pupil the what's the term? padawan the padawan well i mean i don't know if they use those terms exactly but i know that she was training her in the ways of the force That's what Hugh Yang said. Oh, that's what Hu Yang said? He said Padawan? You're just throwing that out there, hoping that's true? Padawan and Master. I would probably maybe not Jedi. I don't know. Okay. Because that's the other thing. Yeah, Master. That's true. Padawan and Master. Because there's that other thing. Is Ahsoka a Jedi? How do you guys feel? Is she a Jedi? Yeah, is she a Jedi? I mean, I feel like she can teach someone to be a Jedi. I think she didn't want to be a Jedi, but mm -hmm. I think in this new... what. The Jedi, I guess, have become... She is that. I think she is that. Yeah. I think she was so, like, butthurt about what happened uh -huh. to her, which, I mean, rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. And the Jedi the system had, failed her. The Jedi right? had its flaws, and, and I can definitely, obviously, agree with why she did what she did. But I think what she stands for, like, what the Jedi stand for and what they're, like, originally for, I think she is. So under those terms, I would consider a Jedi. Like, I don't, there isn't an order anymore, so, mm -hmm. like... Whatever the peace, the peacekeepers are like. I think that she fits. She fits that role of what a Jedi was. Is what what originally a Jedi was supposed to do. Yeah, you know. And then you know they got political and they just became you know war generals and I don't know. I I think in in life we go through that especially as we get older we start to see the failures in the systems that we prescribe to at a young age whether it be religion politics you know corporations we it were so easy to back the winning team but then we see the systematic injustices or 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 just failures and many times we don't 
we don't completely leave. I mean, or maybe we do completely disassociate with whatever entity it is or social group that we um that we find ourselves disappointed in. But still, some of the values and the norms and many of the kind of recontextualizing who we are with our past because she spent a significant portion of her life, right, as this Jedi. But as we saw in this series, they touched upon, I think, for the first time, the, like, child soldier. Yeah. You know, yeah. aspect of, of what she was put through in the Order. It's not romanticized as it is in the animated show. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Could be... Because it was a kid show. You get me with a, a little bit more mature themes, right? I didn't realize that he was a, a child soldier until this episode. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you yeah. work. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, wow. Like, I didn't realize how serious. Wow, Link. <laughs> I didn't realize how serious this is. You get me? Yeah. Like, maybe because it was animated, I, I, I thought it was. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games, right? You never really see them die anyways yeah. you get me they always hide that they protect you know they sen- not that they censor it, but they protect it right yeah i think it is a form of censorship yeah you know? um they sanitize they it. sanitize it. there we right. go but i was impressed like wow that's so true like this is this is a failure that she saw in in the as when she when she before as as she was leaving the order mm-hmm. so i think there's a theme of redemption there right trying to redeem uh, oneself, Anakin. That's a big part of it, right? Finding that balance, balance between. Yeah. There's redemption for Anakin. Yeah. But wasn't there already redemption for him? Well, because I think we talked about this. Was it last week, Gabe? When we talked about the balance. I don't know how we got there because it wasn't a Star Wars episode, but we kind of talked about. Star Wars and everything, man. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars is everything because uh, they're interconnected worlds, right? Ours and theirs. And... See, so that's why we can be Jedis. See? Yeah. Um,. But we talked about that balance, right, between good and evil, and that that balance to me means that good, you know, eventually wins out in the end. But Anakin is this figure of extreme good and extreme evil, and it's almost like in this show, Ahsoka, the Anakin story isn't over yet, which is both exciting but also challenging. I think. I don't know. What do you mean? Well, because I think what they set up at the end of the uh, season, and I don't know if we're ready to talk about that, but at the end of the season, they kind of set up more questions than answers. How did you guys? uh, Yeah, for sure. I feel like I didn't get my answers. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, Ezra's home, but they're still separated, right? Yeah. Which is a good thing. that They they inverted. Yeah, exactly. Also, we have so many answers about the new character, um, Balin. You mean we have no answers? We have no no. We have so many questions. We have so many new new questions about right, this, right? right? Yeah, because we his ending was kind of open ended. We don't know what's I mean, going on. I feel Plus, like his whole arc was open ended. He yeah. really didn't do much. I mean, if anything, they introduced the character. And it's not that he didn't do much. It's that we don't know his no, motivation for exactly. any of the things that he did. Which is why I don't know if his story will be told in another. Because yes. you know, you mentioned it. Will yes. it be Tales of the Jedi season two? Well, you said you mentioned it. Will it be in? Oh, I'm doing a pulling game. You mentioned it. it You've will, been doing that. It will be. Um, it would be like the next time we might see them might be in Mandalorian season mm-hmm. four. Yeah. Or the movie, right? But I feel like this is something that it should only be seen in Ahsoka. Yeah. Not these other, unless you want to introduce 
him, which would be cool. Well, because we're, we kind of have this Marvel thing going on now, this interconnected universe, which is exciting because we're being rewarded for watching all these shows. But I'm also worried about how de- interdependent all the shows may become. Not that they're becoming now, but that they may become. Because right now, for example, you didn't have to see Andor, although you're rewarded because Mon Mothma, has, yeah, she appears and she, she kind of reverts back to a look similar to the pre-Rebellion era from Andor. She looks more like the Andor Mon Mothma than she does the Rogue One or Return of the Jedi Mon Mothma. But it's okay. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to watch that. You kind of have to watch Rebels, but you definitely have to watch Mando because... Uh, some of these characters, like Morgan Elsbeth, she's a new character as well. She's not. She's new-ish. Yeah. You did not even remember, I think, Link, that she was in. No, I remember. Amanda. Oh, you do remember. I remember, I'm like, I was disappointed by that fight. But now you know that she's a night sister, so yeah. it, it kind of makes sense. It makes sense. I feel like he, again, redeemed. Yeah, that they redeemed themselves in that second fight. Yeah. Um, Ashin. Hati. Hati. Is that the blonde girl? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what her motivation is. She seems to be guided by this master who just gives her cryptic like instructions. I feel like she doesn't know what her purpose is, even with a master leading her. And she seems kind of lost. And this was kind of like a trilogy. And, and it was like six hours altogether. Yeah. So it was almost like a trilogy of films. That first, Those first two episodes that dropped felt like a setup. And then I think we have what is like the main course between setting up for the world between worlds and the Anakin stuff. And then we have the last couple of episodes that kind of wind down the, I think it starts with Thrawn's arrival mm-hmm. and then that whole finally getting to Ezra. But that last part felt like not rushed, but I don't know, lacking substance. It felt of incomplete. Kind. Yes. Yes. And I didn't, I didn't appreciate being left hanging because we waited so long yeah. we've waited since the end uh, the ending of rebels mm-hmm. and we barely got an answer yeah i think we barely got an answer because it was like here's this thing how are we going to find these two and when we finally get them they just switch places exactly and now the rest of our cast is stranded and now they're gonna roam free so are we gonna like see ezra and thrawn on mando maybe for a season Without knowing anything about Ahsoka and um, and Sabine, you know, and then have them come back. I don't think we'll have another season of Amanda before that. You don't think we'll have another season of Amanda before we follow up on this story? Interesting. I feel like they might do something else and he might appear on that, but. Or even if they do have it, you don't think they'll touch upon this stuff. You think it'll be self contained? I don't know. I just, the way that they ended season three, it's just like. The finality of it. How do you bring them back? The opposite of this. Aside from the movie. Yeah. I mean, anything could happen. Yeah. They could nuke the the planet that he's on. And And just back to... Back to patrolling. Um, What was your original question? No idea. I think you were going to address the the theory of... Are they like Dark Jedi? Of figuring out... The representations between Anakin and Ahsoka. Okay, we can unpack that. What were you saying? No, that's what you were going to. Are they dark Jedi? Like that that is what I was are, who are who dark Jedi? Shin and Balin. Yeah, I feel like they're not Sith. They're fallen Jedi, right? 
But I haven't finished Jedi Survivor, so I don't know. If, I don't know if they touch upon that. <laughs> oh, oh, gotta beat that. Kid, we ah, uh, where are you in that? Mm, I told you, pl- I give you updates. Second so, planet, wherever I told you. Oh, you finished? No, I'm no, in the second he's planet. in the he's in the second. Oh, planet. you're in the second planet. I'm like three quarters. Of oh, the yeah, never mind, never mind. Okay, All never right. mind. You think we'll get Cal in real life? Cal Kestis, I don't the understand. I feel Jedi. like I do not understand how he is not. They yeah. got like an actual like TV yeah. show actor to play this video game character. There is no way they don't get him. They have on, to get him. Yeah, right. There's no way they don't get him on TV. I am surprised they haven't already. Does his supporting cast? Or how, they, how much older would he be now if they introduce him in the current timeline? He'd be like in his thirties, maybe late thirties, late thirties, early forties. Hmm. I guess he could look like the bearded version, but not like the baby face version. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could, you could put 10 years on him. I mean, like I'm pretty with sure all the he's facial. like 30 in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you think that's happening? D- does his supporting cast, are they all real actors too? Like the Night Sister that he's kind of got a thing with? I've, that's the one I don't know. Yeah. The little I, think she, I think she does act, but I don't know. But you don't know if she looks like her. I don't think she does. She okay. Yeah, she doesn't look like a night sister. <laughs> she doesn't look like your character. I don't think. Mm. Okay. What about the alien? Does that little guy, the cook, the the guy who drives the ship, is he an actual alien in real life? Or? I was gonna say that's John Favreau, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the wrong. Are they the same race? That's the wrong pilot. Are they the same race? I don't think so. No. Yeah. They just have multiple limbs. Yeah, because the other one looks like a kind of like a monkey. Anyways, you were hinting at the Mortis stuff. Okay, so now we're gonna talk and get in, into some heavy speculation which I think goes right into our conversation on a deeper level, is what the heck any of the thing, anything at the end even, even means. means. Yeah. Yeah. So we find Balin uh, in front of the statues. From Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's what I thought at first. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's like a cool homage to Lord, to Lord of the Rings. Of the Rings. Yeah. But upon further inspection and investigation, it's a statue of the father. And yeah, he's the, a real actor, by the way. The... He's a real alien? Daniel Roebuck. And he looks like an alien? Oh, I can't wait to see how I mean, he I'm, looks. No, they, that's action. just the voice. That's oh, a, so he's, does, he's not a short guy with four arms no. and like a big head. And that's a voice. That's like a... They'll have to make that. Yeah. Okay. Clearly. Right. Uh, anyway, so he's standing in front of those statues, right? The father and the daughter and what looks like the ruins of the sun. Because the sun represents the dark side. And he strangely looks like... the. Head Inquisitor from Rebels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No explanation. Whatever. I'm I, not even. I'm not even like. I w- like. I saw a clip of that episode again. Yeah. What was that? I'm gonna rewatch the episode because, because I remember at the time I was like, "What is this?" And then I somehow got convinced this is good. But I watched it again. I'm like, "You don't know if it's good." What is this, man? This is out there. Which I, I which I yeah. give it a pass because it's animated like it's an exactly because I think that's where you can go nuts like you can tell some crazy side story and then just like wave it away. And but be like, that's Whoa. like that's like the the origins of the Force. Like yeah. So actually, so Mortis, that planet that they're from, is like the world between worlds. It is it exists out of time and out of space. It's what's known as a Force nexus. Does that does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, it's just these deities: the son, the father, the daughter, and the daughter. Right? They're like a triumvirate, right? A trinity almost, but yeah, they seem to be like, distinct. 
Dumbledore runs that show. But then what happens at the end of that? Like the the son is son becomes evil, right, and kills the father. Yeah. Is that what happens? I don't remember. That's what I, I think. That's oh, what man. happens. Maybe we should. The son gets defeated and blows up. Yeah, I thought the son no, gets know. killed. Because Someone dies. The yeah, son. I think it's the son. Yeah. And then what happens to the father? Old age takes him. Okay. Possibly because that's what we're gonna get to. The daughter, she also dies, no? And she like becomes the owl, or the owl comes from her. We should probably watch this again. Yeah, we should again. probably watch this again because we're we're flying by the seat of our pants here. All I know is the theory seems to be that Anakin represents represents the father, and that he might be the father as the chosen one. He's the new father, which is why he's in the world between worlds, mm -hmm. because he is the balance between the light and the dark side, which is because he's Vader and he's Anakin, right? And he he seems to like transition through both of them in the the episode world between worlds. And uh, and that Ahsoka, because she's protected by Morai, that owl that is created on Mortis, right? And follows her all throughout. Rebels. Yeah, Rebels, especially it takes a significant role in the finale of Rebels. We see it flying overhead in the final shots. It's in the forest when we meet her in Mando. And it is in the final shots of, of the Ahsoka series. Um, she is the daughter. Mm -hmm. So, and we kind of see that connection in their relationship, Anakin and Ahsoka in, in these episodes. So who would be the son? Uh, it seems like no one because he's defeated so, in the Mortis episode. So if I'm not mistaken, and his so statue daughter, is crumbled. So the yeah. daughter sacrifices herself to save the father from the son. And then Anakin kills the son. Uh-huh. And then Anakin, I think by doing that, he... Oh, because the father and the son both die. So Anakin fulfills his role as the chosen one because he restores balance. He restores balance. On the mortis. Again, by having good overcome evil, in my opinion. Because evil, because good was... The daughter was destroyed. Yeah. So, so the spirit of the daughter continues to live on through Ahsoka. And... I guess you could say, well, we're all just guessing here yeah, because none of this going, is spelled out. Yeah. yeah. It seems like Anakin is the son and eventually ascends to be the father. And that's why I think this story is so unique to Rebels and this that I don't see it going anywhere else mm -hmm. in Man like in the, season, in the next season of Mandalorian or even in a movie. Be to me, the movie should be like an Avengers movie. I think that's the plan. But so you think we'll resolve some of this stuff before we even team up with Mando? And you can do it afterwards. I don't see the rush. However, no, because then you got to figure out how we include everyone. Yeah. So it has to be. It has to be. And in a way, it can set up the movie. I think Thrawn is the Thanos now for Star Wars in this era. I think he's in the big bad. this era before the sequels? He's yeah. the new big bad. Yeah, he's the new big bad. Mm -hmm. Him and his zombie army, which... Not a fan. Yeah. Do we have feelings about that? Was not a fan. Now, it's oh. not the first we're introduced to it. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's not the first. I mean, we we slay a lot of undead um, soldiers in the Fallen Order games, right? Yeah. Jedi, uh, I'm sorry. They're the Jedi games, right? Fallen Order and Survivor. Um, And we saw a little bit about in Clone Wars, right? Some necromancy. The yeah, with the Night Sisters, right? Yeah. So it's not out outside of their own possibility, but I think it's always a huge jump when it moves from either a video game or a cartoon 
or even a comic to the live action. Yeah, it's, it becomes more serious and weir- yeah. weirder. Weirder, yeah. You want to say you that makes something. more sense. What's I up? forgot about that. I forgot that this daughter like basically brings Ahsoka back to life, which I think obviously awesome. enables her connection, obviously to to the, more to the, the Morai. But also, I feel like that gives me an explanation to how she's able to travel, how she's able to get into the world between worlds. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's why she's able to. Because, okay, let's talk about that. So let's jump into the world between worlds. What is the world between worlds? Who is the one that pulls who from the world between worlds? Ezra pulls pulls Ahsoka. Ahsoka. How's Ezra able to be in there? Ezra finds the key to the world between worlds. The Emperor is after it. Mm. And Ezra beats him to it or they both get to it basically and he pulls Ahsoka before and he pulls no uh, they can't open I think Ezra is the only one that can and the, yeah. and the Emperor like Uses gaslights him, him as yeah. Palpatine yeah he uh, Ezra hadn't seen the sequel the prequels he didn't know mm-hmm. he has no. to know what the Chancellor is yeah but he doesn't know he's uh, Palp- he's uh, he doesn't know he's the Sith Lord yeah Sidious. he's just Palpatine yeah he's just Palpatine so um, yeah Ezra pulls her through the world between worlds. And at that time, we thought it was time travel. Yeah. Which I guess it is in that instant. But Filoni says that the world between worlds is not a means of time travel. That's just how it manifested. It's like purgatory? It is uh, time and sp- Maybe it's like heaven, I guess I would compare it to. You know? And, yeah. if, and if Mortis is like there was war in heaven, you know, it's some kind of celestial realm, some kind of, again nexus point that exists outside of time and space so she wasn't really pulled through the present to the from the past into the present or vice versa she was just pulled out of her moment in time and then inserted back because there is no time she was like they're both out of time that stranger that helps you in a car accident and then disappears yeah Mm, yeah that's what's happening when that happens he was he was in the world between worlds yeah yeah so what does all of this mean? I don't know. They didn't answer it Who in the season of Ahsoka. Let, what me, you, let me call Dave really quick. Filoni? He'll he pick can. up? He seems to be really busy lately. I don't know. He has nothing planned for the next three years. That's what he says. When are we getting this movie, supposedly? <sighs> Brother. Right. Anything they say is like add another three years to it. Right. Unfortunately, but... Keep talking. At so, least the... Strike is over, right? We can do stuff. The now. writer's strike is over. The oh, well, Screen we can, Actors Guild is over. You can still, still start writing. Actors. You can still start writing, though, right? A new strike might start in regards to video games. So the voice actors may, may be on strike. So you can start writing, sure, but then Does you can't that film include uh, like Japanese voice actors? I don't know because. Because, you know what? Then I'll just watch my. I'll just dub my video games. Sub my video games. <laughs> you just. Subtitle video. <laughs> yeah. that, that'll be the new one. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can do it in Ghost of Tuchina. Tuchina? Cuchina? It's not Cuchina. Tuchina? Uh, Ghost of. Tsushima? Sh- no, no, I don't what know. What is it you have it? Ghost of what? Tsushima. Tsushima? Stop. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Is that not what I That's said? That's not what I said? No, it's not. It's definitely not what you said. Yeah, not the second one. I feel like I was. But yeah, I was playing the game at Gabriel's house with subtitles, and I'm like. This is really hard. I can't play and do subtitles. You know that I own that game, even though I don't have a PlayStation 5. And also, I don't know what that game is like. What, what, what kind of game is it? It's like Assassin's Creed, but with your, your samurai. Oh, that sounds sick. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I bought it. Um, but getting back to the world between worlds, I find this concept 
fascinating. Bless you. Because the world between worlds in the world of Star Wars connects all things, connects all timelines. But in the meta of it, it's connected the animated series to the television series and to the films. It's almost this central idea of interconnectedness. And it just gets me thinking about what we can learn from this concept. Like you said, we don't have a lot of answers. It's still very vague, but it's been years. What do you think it is that Filoni is trying to communicate with concepts like this, Mortis, the world between worlds? I think he's trying to find a way to retcon the sequels. Or not retcon, I'm sorry. Improve the sequels like he did with the prequels. Yeah. That's actually a... I want to say... If you're able to find a logical solution to fix the sequels, man, give me world between worlds. More of that. Yeah. I want to say that there's a conspiracy that he's going to retcon the sequels. Not retcon, but, you know, yeah. or do, do what he did At with... this point, please. <laughs> but I think he's what he's going to do is he's going to recontextualize them yeah. to breathe new life, to try to make sense out of it. Yeah. Because I think he effectively, him and Lucas, effectively did that with the prequels through the Clone Wars series. Yeah. And... It doesn't mean that everything in the prequels is good now. Like, there's still things that are kind of silly concepts or just egregiously bad decisions. But as a whole, that whole time period has been kind of saved. Yeah, I think, I think it's the thing that they do throughout Star Wars recently is the, um, especially the K, I forgot what the, uh, what the actual word is called, but the art of like filling in cracks with gold oh yeah like uh kylo ren's helmet yeah i forget what it's called i'll look it up while you continue um i feel like they're literally doing that with um koi fish kintsugi is what it's called yeah it is what it is called not koi fish (laughs) definitely not koi fish but basically like you repair the the broken pieces of whatever pottery and have you seen the helmets that's actually how how they do in in like with Thrawn's shoulders, actually, yeah, did, you see yeah. them do it, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Filoni does so well with in Star Wars. Is you know there there are cracks, there are things that aren't perfect, there aren't things there are things that are you know quite broken, but I think that Filoni does a literal great job of you know filling in those cracks and making something beautiful come out of like the brokenness of of whatever we've gotten so far of the mistakes from the past. But I think, you know, being able to use that and turn it into something new, mm-hmm. something exciting, something beautiful, I think is is actually really, it's a crazy, it's a really good talent. It and, is and really, because really, it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. It's something that he's been doing for years. And even there's even stuff that's like, and I feel like it's not even Filoni. There's other people, like even in the books, like even for Rise of Skywalker, there's yeah. so much more added detail because that movie was the hottest piece of garbage. And I think <laughs> it's the lowest ranked Star Wars movie in my mind ever. But even stuff like adding adding some of the resistance characters into the book that it's like, okay, fine, I get some validation for watching that show. And there's there's little things here and there that, you know, we can go on and on about. But I think I think even though, yes, stuff may not be perfect, stuff may not be great, it may not even be good. It might be like subpar. But that doesn't mean that it's like it can always be bad. Mm-hmm. Now the ginormous daunting task of trying to make sense of the rise of skywalker is upon them yeah but at the end of the day it's like i want to have hope that 
it's not always going to be the biggest piece of garbage I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Link? I mean, the guy fixed the prequels. Why not just use him to make the sequels? Now you have to use a guy to like try to fix the sequels. To do that, can, what is it again? What's the beautiful? Kintsugi? Now he has a Kintsugi? Kintsugi? Kintsugi. Kintsugi, right? Yeah. But had you had him create the sequels, he wouldn't have Kintsugi anything. But I don't think we were there yet. Like, I think, yeah. You, yeah. you can't just go through time and like pull someone out and change the course of their life. We. We weren't in that Mando era. We weren't, and perhaps the decisions of the past, is those mistakes. Then happens with Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we can't do it. Yeah, right. And I think perhaps the mistakes of the past, those cracks that Gabriel Gabriel was talking about, I think that's what leads to being able to add these beautiful, you know, I guess Art? decorations. Yeah, yeah um, flourishes. This this artistry is building on those foundations. I don't know where some things that he's building in Mando, like the cloning, is leading to, and I have suspicions because of clear Palpatine stuff. Right? How is he going to Kintsugi that? I don't know. We'll wait to be seeing. Maybe he'll succeed, and maybe he won't. But I think that metaphor that you shared was beautiful when we apply it to our own lives. Because ultimately, that's what this is about. What can we learn from this world? And being able to live life that way, being able to look back at the mistakes, the failures, at the cracks in our life, and being able to seal them, to fill in those cracks with something valuable and something that helps hold us together. We all remain, you know, broken pieces. You can see, you know, the glue so to speak, that holds it together, but we become stronger than ever. And being able to apply those kind of principles in our lives is something that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, and I think that we're going to continue to explore throughout the season. Of Ahsoka or the show? <laughs> no, the show is oh, over. Okay. This show, no. right? Here, Searching for MacGuffin. So we've hit the 46-minute mark, right? And that's kind of our go-to. All right, you're free to go, class. <laughs> that that wasn't me. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, any final thoughts? Yeah, man. What are we gonna do with this guy that died? Oh, who how are we go, who are we gonna Ray replace? Stevenson. Who are we gonna replace him with? Because this is who I want. But recasted. Who do you want? They will be recasted. He will be recasted. Yeah. I, there's two things. Either you go younger, you get me, so that you can use that character for longer, or you go closer to the character's age, actor's age. You know, this is what I was thinking. You can't go wrong with Henry Cavill to play that guy. To play too young. Yeah. Too, I, I know, so. but too you can make young. him look old. But yeah, the other person that someone mentioned I thought was really good was, what's his name? Wolverine? I mean, not Wolverine. I'm sorry. Not uh, Sabretooth. Sabretooth? Yeah. I, got, I, did oh. get, I did get Lee Shepard. Oh, yeah. you could see Lee Shepard. Because they're similar size, similar ages. Yeah, and you put him in the beard. You put him in a beard. He's a great actor. I did get Lee Shepard vibes for that sure. That might work. Wow. All right, you heard it here first. Lee Schreiber will be portraying Balin Skull. Skull. What about these names? Huh? I don't know. I I feel like we're getting a little too close to real life with the skull. With certain names, like the Night Sisters. Did you hear their names? 
No, what were they? They were like the the witches from Hamlet? No, Macbeth. Probably Macbeth. They had like the same last. They had the uh, similar names. McWitch. They were the, they're the weird sisters in, in in Macbeth. So if that's what you're referencing, unless it's another play by a famous Shakespearean. No, author. they had very similar names. Hold on. No, they should give them like Cuban names. <laughs> Juan, Juana. Okay, not that's not Cuban. <laughs> that's not Cuban. You give them Cuban. It's just Juan with an A at the end. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Cuban names would be good for the well, Knights. Like Cuban, okay, what would like you do? Made up like names? yeah, like you know how Cubans make up names that start with letter Y, something like, like that. Usarmi, Usarmi, yeah. Usarmi, Jedi, 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 Jedi. Uh, you get me? Yeah, like okay. <laughs> I just think it'd be like if you're gonna come witches, give them okay, Cuban so names. They're Santeros. That's from Macbeth, right? Those are the witches from Macbeth? The weird sisters are the, the witches. Weird? Like yeah. they are weird? Yeah. I think it's where we get the word, actually. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. The three witches. What were their names? I don't I don't know if they have individual names. Which sounds stupid of me. Yami, Yami Vel. I literally. <laughs> get out of here. Those are the names up what there. What did you say? Oh, no. up, Yami Vel. Yami. No, maybe. <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, Yami Vel. That's, that's, uh, that's my sister. You lazy? You lazy. <laughs> You're smarty. Uh, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on to something here. I'm glad we oh, no, to I'm, no. attack these okay, five yeah, not, not from Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> the three fates. Oh, the three fates. Okay. From? Greek mythology. Oh, just from, just from general. They Greek have the mythology. same names. Oh, what are they? Uh, Actropa, Clotha, and Lachesis. When did they name? Super Greek. Greek, yeah. yeah. When did they name drop the witches' names? I don't know what the credit is, those names. Oh, okay. I don't know, but my names are better. What did you think about the last episode's uh, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. those titles, I feel like we're getting a little too close to real life, and I don't know if right? I like it. It's it, very derivative. Right, right. Like Balin, Skull, like the cheer that the Vikings do. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What was the thing I told you? I mean, they're, run- I mean, they're running out, you know? What was the, what the thing I told they gotta you? They got to have a generator for that, man. Like, Whoa. I told you something. Like, oh, does that mean that this is now and this is belongs to star wars oh he uh they said that uh ahsoka is a ronin oh yeah so that means they're samurais yeah apparently yeah i didn't like that (laughs) well i mean praetorian guards are literally you know a thing in real life okay praetorian guards they were called this since when since uh, last jedi before that no, no, the no, it's Last Jedi because right? yeah, because they're uh, Imperial guards, the, Imperial the ones with the big red. Okay, still but then, then the sequels going back to the sequels. Okay, so this era we're getting too like real. I I I gave you a solution. All right, we're saying all these gripes with what was it? Use Mali. <laughs> we're doing the thing where we end. <laughs> all right, we're we're complaints. ending we're ending with gripes. Use, right. use Mali. Yo yo rimar. Usmali. Guzman. Guzman. <laughs> okay. Give them Cuban names. All right. So, do you like that? What's her name as a Jedi? Who's her Sabine? name? Sabine. Sabine. I think I've made my peace with it, and I don't even think it's something I have to make my peace okay. with. Do you like? I think that? I accept that the arc, that the arc, the there was breadcrumbs there, and then we skipped like ten years of her life. So, do you like that anybody can be a Jedi? I do kind of like that anybody can be. I a like Jedi. that. Both you like that? I would be a Jedi. Yeah. It's just going to be a harder Harder, road. yeah, for yeah. some people. Which I think that's real life. Like, yeah. 
I believe that you can do almost anything that you want. But sometimes we don't have the fortitude yeah. to make it. Like, we're not willing to make the sacrifices yeah. that it would take to bridge those gaps of deficiencies. Like, if I wanted to be a neurosurgeon, I could be a neurosurgeon. But I'm not equipped to be a neurosurgeon. And me, personally, I'm not ready to make the sacrifices. But I believe that I, I believe that I could do it, you know. And if I could channel into the force, it it lives in all of us. It's 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 inside all things. What if Ahsoka was just training her how to use a lightsaber? If she had to learn how to use a dark saber, might as well teach her how to fight in you know the ways of the of the Jedi. And then if you have any, if she had any, any you know, if she was force sensitive, like. Cherry, you know, that's a, that's a cherry on top. That's another term, Force-sensitive. Yeah, Force-sensitive. I think that in her heart, she wanted the Jedi Order in some way to live on, which I think... But a pure one. Like, was she... Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I don't think she would put that name on it or even admit that, but I think she wants to be some... She wants there to be someone dedicated to protecting, you know, the innocent through the use of the force. I think Luke, as much as he's turned himself off from the force, still protects those books, you know, and, and maintains the remnants of the Jedi Order. And on that note. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, okay. I gotta go poop. So I hope you guys enjoyed our discussion on Ahsoka. If you haven't seen it, Watch Don't, it. Yeah, nothing that we said really spoils anything. Actually, if you really think about it, that's just, that's just, getting in too deep into it is going to be like an hour and a half conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we will continue to discuss this and many other things in the weeks to come. Till then, we reach out to you through our world to yours. Bars. <laughs>